Okay. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on your location. Um, this is Leadership Talk with Adigoke, episode 89, the 89th episode. Yes. And I have the privilege of joining me on this session. Uh, leadership and NGOs, non-governmental organizations, have the privilege of joining me, Anna Agunkoi. Ag is it Agunkoi? Agunkejoi. Sorry, my apologies. Agunkejoi. So, Anna, tell us, who is Anna? Okay, so thank you, thank you very much, Goke, for having me on your leader, on the leadership talk. It's amazing the work you are doing. It's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. And thank you for giving me the privilege to share. So, Hannah, my name is Hannah Kejoye, um, and I'm author. Um, I speak in conferences. I'm um, also the founder of Ladies Helpline Initiative. It's a, um, an, an NGO that um, focuses on empowering, educating, and engaging young men and girls, you know, building leadership skills, empowering them with um, training, with um, life skills, and all that is in there, and that will make them all, all, all encompassing. I know that, yes. Awesome, awesome. Tell us, um, how did you get into leadership? Okay, so I tell people, Leadership is not about position. Leadership is a more, more of disposition, you know. Um, some years back, actually when I was in school, uh, I found myself, I actually finished from University of Illinois, Kwara okay. State, Nigeria. So when I was there in Illinois, I had um, opportunities to serve, particularly with a group of young, young females like myself, we organize campus conference programs for campus campus ladies. And I found it very engaging and I find it very interesting. Little did I know that I will actually be doing that also when I left school. We will bring in conference speakers from different parts of Nigeria to come and speak to young ladies on the campus. The group awesome. was known then as the King Daughters. The King Daughters. So we organized programs. So Throughout while I was in school, I was a member until I finished my final year. I was the leader, and it was amazing. So that that um that space actually gave me, actually helped me to build capacity, you know, when it comes to organizing programs for young girl, young women and girls. You know, so when I left school, I didn't go to it immediately. So along the way, while uh, after I left school, I was I was doing that. Just informally, when I see a group of girls, I love talking to them, you know, and so that, that gave me the encouragement to also go ahead to um, write books for young girls. So I've written wow. about 10 books. Wow. I've written about 10 books for young girls. One of the books is How to Be a Confident Teenage Girl, L Little little Wisdom for Teen Girls, um, The Beauty of Virginity, The 10 mm. Most Important Things, you know, Every Lady Needs to Know, The New Wife, and all all so i have written different books for young women and girls so because awesome. i am particular about young women and girls so that's why i try to have a niche for myself you know in that regard so wow. somehow somehow i found myself in that leadership space empowering wow. women and girls awesome that's that's so good you know particularly you've kept the niche area for yourself speaking to young ladies and providing mentorship uh particularly you know 
during very challenging times such as what is happening globally with mental health issues, parents almost overwhelmed uh, to provide the necessary care and leadership for their children. And so thank you for stepping in into that uh, very massive uh, uh, area, you know, and I trust that, you know, I feel that, you know, your skill is much needed at a time like this. Uh, we want to salute and celebrate you for what you're doing, particularly the fact that you've also written uh, quite a number of books. I'm an author myself, you know, and uh, I have a book, Customer Retention and Experiential Approach. The first edition was written 12 years ago and we're on the Fortry print. Uh, so I have uh, Selling in Crisis, which is on Amazon, have um, online courses on Udemy, um, Fundamentals of Business Etiquette. We have uh, world-class customer service. We have professional selling skills. And so people are buying our courses as far as India, Malaysia, you know, all over the world. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a delight to have you here uh, to <laughs> share your journey. Um, so now what's, what's your definition of leadership? Okay, so let me narrow it down because, yeah, I'll, I'll answer that question. But let me narrow it down to the area of oh no, the NGOs. Okay. So, because we're talking about leadership and NGOs. Yes. So, the, the roles of NGO, you know, cannot be of exercise in every society. So, what do NGOs actually do? You know, they actually, you see, the government can't do it all. Hmm. The government can't do it all. There, there, there are areas where we as individuals, as stakeholders, we need to play our roles in society. Awesome. So, I'll begin with this. I remember some few years ago, I, I the, the books, the, the book, the, there's a particular book. There's my first book I wrote. I, I realized that I, I had so much of these books, which I printed out, but this is, it is the, I was not really making much sales. So I thought that this is sales. Why not give out these books? So one day I just remember that, you know what, these books, I'm just going to give them out. I just packed them out of where I kept them. And I, before I packed them, I, I went to, I approached them. A principal of a government school in my community. So I told her that you know what, can I? And that's my first time I'll actually do a program. You know, I said then I don't want NGO. I don't. It was just myself and my passion just to reach out. So what I had in me was not an NGO. What I had in me was a passion to see wow. young girls find their place. You know, in life. So I told you, young. I told you. I told the principal that I am also want to come and bring this to your school. Then I just want to talk to them. She told me, and I'm quoting her verbatim. She said, Madam, why did they waste your time? All these girls, they don't spoil finish. She wow. said, and I'm quoting her. That's what she told me. I can't forget. This is over, this is almost um, nine years now. She said, they don't spoil finish. Don't bother yourself. This girl, because it was a public school. And what do you expect in public school? There will be a lot of people there. And, and, I, and I replied to her in pidgin English. And I said, Madam, she make me the spoil they go. I had to her so in, in, in plain English, make it a spoil they go. If we don't take our roles in things like this, make it a spoil they go. Say, okay, if you mm. insist, come. And I got some experts, psychological experts who are actually in the area of teen development, psychological teen and um, growth for things. And I got them on board with me. You know, well we went to this we went to the school. We need to see this. It was an amazing session. I my heart almost bled because. In fact, at a point, there was no room, no, in the class, the whole day was, there was no seat to sit. People were sitting down on the floor, 
on the windows everywhere just want to come and hear us speak because you know i had mm. in that community before you know they mm. ask a lot of heartfelt burning questions mm. now we're talking about leadership and i tell people i don't have to be a first lady of the state before i make impact i don't have to be a sitting governor i don't have to be a president i don't have to be a senator but wherever i find myself anywhere i need to shine my light you know so wow. that, that is that is that is the 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 philosophy that I've, that I've actually you know carried on with me in this leadership journey you know finding your space building lives impacting communities impacting life one girl at a time one woman at a time one youth at a time just be the light that somebody needs you know and because then that if we have this this mentality of that i don't have to be in position you know because position is not leadership mm. as i said actually be more of disposition, disposition. So wow. when you when 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 you know when you have that that's about it's not about position about disposition then we, we will not wait to become counselor or become a senator before we begin to make impact so you make impact where you are as you are wherever you find yourself so that's what works for me wow wow this is so this is so good if you just join us this is leadership talk with that okay and i'm on the platform with an amazing lady also um I'm so sorry. So sorry. My my internet went off. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I, I was just saying that, you know, I mean, we're both colleagues on the Chartered Institute of Personnel Management. And uh, you know, what committee are you on? So um I'm the I had I had committee of the Cash Them Younger. Wow. The Cash Them wow. Younger Committee in the um of Nigeria. Is a committee that reach out to young young students in schools, teaching them on how to uh, choose careers wisely, and um, to also let them know about the HR profession. Because a lot of young people want to be doctors, want to be lawyers, want to be engineers. So we want much want want young young people to be groomed, having a mentality that there's also what we call human resource management. I'm so sorry, my power went off again. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying about young yes. people 
so, yes, you want to want more young people to be have to have more knowledge when it comes to the HR management, human resource management. You know, so recently I was telling my children, my eldest son, I said, apart from me being an author and an NGO administrator, do you know what else I do? He said, no. I said, if anybody asks you what what is your mom, what, what does your mom tell her? Your mom tell them that your mom is an HR professional. Say, mom, what's the meaning of HR? I said, HR means human resource. He said, what's what, what's that? Is that you know? So I, at that age, at ten, I began. I I started you know, to enlighten him on what what we do. So for him, it's, it's, it's alien. So what this is what we want to do in that that at that committee. So we have members who are actually passionate about reaching out to young people in schools. Yeah. We go to schools. For example, this year we organized a program, the China Institute of Nigeria, with collaboration with our own NGO. We had a program at um at uh, American Corner at Ikeja. Okay. We also launched at the maiden magazine of the institutes of the uh, of the committee that's the um, HR Rising Stars. We launched the magazine. We had schools from different parts of um, Lagos come attend the career um, session, and we had HR professionals come on board, come to talk to these young people, mentor them about their career, give them career guidance, and all that. But I remember the time I went to, to a particular school in Lagos, Nigeria, you know, and we were talking to them about careers. And I listed a whole lot of careers, as in, and I asked, who, who wants to become a teacher? Nobody, everybody's hands were down. Who wants to become a policeman? Everyone's was down. Who wants to become a doctor? See, everybody's put hands were flying up. Who wants to become a lawyer? Hands were flying up. You know? So there are some professions that actually necessarily tied to their skills that of what they can do, but they need to be aware of what that is. Not only being a doctor, being a lawyer. There's other there are professions that they can actually move into that is outside of this doctor, lawyer, engineer. It's a good one, but we want to make it broad so that they can actually have the right to what to choose from based on what their skills and what their passion is and what they tend to be in the future. So that's basically what we do at the the Cash Them Younger Committee of the CIPM Ikeja chapter. Wow! Wow! Now, I want you to speak to NGOs, you know. I mean, there's so much uh, mystery surrounding NGOs. Some believe that they just use them to, you know, collect funds from donor organizations and so on and so forth. Can you speak to what? what is this NGOs? What is it about? Can you just give us some clarity? Yes. That's, that's idea. The idea of what you just said now is actually, is, it's almost like a norm here, particularly in this climate that we have here in Nigeria. That people just stop NGOs just to get money and you know don't not doing anything. So let me streamline it down to us, you know. So I won't say we, even personally and for the organization, I think we are receiving donors, big phone and all like that. Most organizations, corporate organizations, prefer collaboration, probably in kind. For example, let me give an example. Um, we are actually partnering with new new horizon Nigeria. Because Nigeria is actually a big STFM here in Lagos, Nigeria. So wow. one of their thematic areas of CSR is empowering the girl child. So when we came up with a proposal that we want to be helping young girls who can afford the fee of learning ICT to bring them here to learn, they welcomed it. And then since then till now, in 2019, and since then till now, we've been every year, we've been bringing young girls in their numbers to wow. for them for new internet to train so we have girls training different different um web design digital marketing ict ict fundamentals and a whole lot in ict 
they've been doing. Now, I'm, I'm just trying to answer a question based on that people just collect believe that NGOs for making um, making money and not doing the work, you know. So, when it comes to areas like that, um, I'm in the school of thoughts that uh, when some internal processes and structures are not put in place. If you have internal processes and structures in place, these are what these are what things that happen. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm I'm also of the um I had that knowledge that most NGOs, some NGOs, you know, might collect big funds and yet not do the work. But we still have some individuals who, because by reason of their passion, they've been doing so much for their community. For example, when I started this NGO, I four years down the line, I was doing a lot of activities. There was no fund. Mm. I was hardly running over myself. I was just going through it as in doing it as in based on the passion I have. Mm. You know that. So I resigned the NGO in 2014-2015. Well, I started work since 2011. You know, but wow. I, the time I went on on particular um, um, on the particular TV station, you know, then in 2012, and we did something, and they they invited me to come and speak about some computer work I was doing, and they asked me on the live show. Is your NGO registered? And I said no. I said it's not wow. registered. And I didn't start telling lies on the show that it's not. I said it's not registered. Yes, we're not registered, but we are making an impact. We're not registered, but we are touching life. We're not registered because it's actually a financial constraint. But we are not. We don't want to be constrained by our constraints. We want to want to make impact. So two years down the line, two years down the line, we're able to. Two years down the line, we're able to. Um, to register the NGO, isn't wow. I got well it. Done. Well done. Wow. You you've gone off a bit. Yeah. I well read done. The NGO. Okay, go ahead. I read the NGO and um and since then till now, work has been we've been doing the work. We've been we've been doing the work and more importantly. For we as an organization, what works for us is collaboration and partnership because that's just wow. the way to go. But that is the new when it comes to NGO development now. Partnerships, collaborations, because we can't do it alone. Even UN mm. agencies, they need partners in order. So we 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 these are things that we do. So the new oil for us now is actually collaboration and, and partnership, which is actually key. You know, so like and I did always say you want to work faster, work a little but want to go higher. You work together so wow. we, we wow. collaborate wow. here you collaborate you collaborate here. it helps you build momentum you know and wow. i think that's actually key so most wow. NGOs take a leap wow. of that and leverage on collaborations leverage on partnerships you know let us synergize wow. and make things happen so when we synergize when we take when we collaborate when we have partnership it makes us even accountable to ourselves you know and wow. makes work easier you know, all that. So, um, awesome. Awesome. That all right. So let me just jump in because I mean, I'm just, I know that you are so passionate about what you, you know, this area about the girl child, you've written about 10 books on, on girls in particular and the ladies, you know, I just want to celebrate you because, you know, it takes a lot of energy and passion because I know you are self-funded, you know, you also do collaborations, but you know, you're still, uh, you know, adding a lot of value and building the critical mass you know and we want to just say that thank you so much for what you're doing particularly girls i have two daughters you know and um 
Amazing. Sometimes they're, they're, yeah, one is 19 and one is uh, 16, you know. Wow. And honestly, my wife, in fact, sometimes she says that, you know, she's also a lady, but to get across to them, <laughs> I tell them that, look, some of them, you know, these young girls, you know, they find it difficult to listen to their, their parents, you know, mm. and that's why it's good to get hired voices, somebody that can speak from, you know, um, not really a totally different perspective, but yeah. you know, new new music that to that speak yeah. their language. Yeah, that can speak. The, that's right. That can speak exactly. the language. So, how do you relate to the girl child? How do, what sort of language do you use? You know, even as an NGO to communicate to them. Okay, so as it is, you see, when it comes to teen teen years, there's always um, hitches. There's just parents, um, parents, and teenagers. Um, there's this relationship glitches that actually happens you know so for us you know most more often than not most young girls they don't like to confide in their parents quote and unquote now it not depends on how they, they it depends on how the, the the parents have built their relationship so if as a toddler as a child before their preteens you've not actually established a good rapport or a good relationship with them and yeah. you expect that in the teen years, teen years, there's a lot of peer pressure, there's a lot of peer influence. They listen more to their friends, their peer peers than even the parents and all that. So it, it takes it takes more effort instead of the parents. It takes also being intentional as a parent to establish a cultural relationship, you know, with, with the girl child. And uh, and then you know. More often than not, in some particular areas, you know, we we, we see cases of teen pregnancy, teen pregnancy, so pregnant, out of school and all that, you know. So when such happens, you know, for example, I I met a lady um few weeks ago, you know, she brought in somebody she knows from her village to come and stay with her. The guy is 14 years. I know the guy, saw the girl. So I can't believe that this same young girl she brought to live with her. She's 14 years. She just she not spent spent a year with her. She got access to her auntie's phone. Somehow, somehow, went on Facebook. And before you know, because of peer peer influence, at, at a point in time, without her auntie knowing, she'll use the phone to take nude pictures of herself and put it on Facebook. And this is wow. this is someone that you are living in a godly home. But how that influence somebody who was brought from the rural area? As in, how she came to the city and that influence called over her. So Juma was mm. now it was not affecting her marriage. She had to. She she told me she, she told me that she beat the girl. She manhandled her and sent her away. I told her you've not you've not even solved the problem. But you just you just made her to just go and replicate what she's doing elsewhere. Because wow. she not problem. She said, "Oh, I forgot to come and call and take contact." Oh, why the fact she had, had sent the girl away? She, she told me so many things. This the girl that wasn't palatable to me. I found my head. I said, Why did you do this? Look what you have done. Say, See, I've done it. I've done it. But you know, so now that's that about that. So parents need to be intentional. And one of the ways parents can be intentional in relating with the girl child is getting acquiring knowledge. It's not a mm. crime if a parent buy a book on how to parent a teen girl or how to parent a teen boy. I even myself, I have three boys, I didn't have a girl. I have three boys, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, you know, and you need a girl. You are always talking about women and girls. You don't have, have girls. Don't worry, I have daughters already. The girls will come. Yeah, I'm here already. So it's not about, you know, so 
I have a lot of young girls that I mentor. You know, so mm. when when parents or guide uh, or counselors or, or sorry, when parents or or uh, guidance don't speak the language they understand, mm. see, they tend to be a friction. This be a friction in communication. So when they friction in communication, it creates resistance. You know that the teen girl okay, she don't speak my language, don't because they're not. And once you have parents or guardians who don't have a listening ear, you don't create an environment where they can actually express themselves. Then mm. there's a problem. There's wow. a problem. These are the issues we want to address. Come October 11 at American Corner. Um, I was with the American Corner director yesterday to work. To, we are going to how to celebrate the girl child. This year is going to be more intentional. It's going to be more child. They want to celebrate the girl child. I want to bring girls together from part of Lagos to talk about to, to create women to girls mentorship as it is going to be a big one it's, it's wow. going to be in october 11. we want to celebrate the girl, girl, girl child i'm going to do it as a very very it's going to be an wholesome productive engagement you know but okay. we want to bring Thank women up there bring them down to the girls where you have women mentoring girls in different sectors you know so if i'm a doctor you want to be a doctor this is what i want you to do so when, when we engage them their mind they are not engaged they will turn on their mind their time their resources into the right things they need to do and not just them um, advancing and having peer influence or negative peer pressure and all that thank you so, thank you so much thank you so much awesome awesome now i have two more questions now if our listeners want to reach you how can they locate you your social media so, um, handles Yes, on so on on Instagram, I'm uh, um, Hannah Gideon on Instagram. Hannah okay. Gideon on Instagram. Although our uh, uh, NGO page is Ladies Helpline, at Ladies Helpline. Okay. Yes, I'm Instagram and so on LinkedIn to Hannah Hannah Gideon also. Okay. All right. Now, are you very active on LinkedIn? Yeah, I won't say fully yes. I won't say for <laughs> but you have to be active because I need to be active. Get, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah because a lot of how can uh, juggle and then being active on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. no, no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, your LinkedIn yes. has to be active because you know. Yes. It's a yeah, so that our listeners can get in touch with you. You know, we want to uh, just uh, build up on this conversation so that they can reach out. So on LinkedIn, Anna Agunke Joy. Am I correct? Yes, sir. All right. Now, um, finally, um, who are your mentors? Do you have mentors? Yes. I have mentors. Okay. One of my mentors is um, Mr. Remy Latimode. Okay. Yes, I actually worked with him. He's an amazing okay. leader. Okay. I actually been my mentor because I was in the banking sector working with him directly as the MD. He was the MD of the bank. I was working with him. He gave me that space to be who... I wanted to be. He said, Oh, we are now in the bank. So this is where this is what sometimes he tells me that even during working hours, he just keeps reminding me, have you written that book? I, I worked with him for less than five years, oh, less than four years, and I launched awesome. I launched like four or five books. He's always on, on my toes. I think why have you done this? Have you done that? He's always no, he's just he's just someone that's amazing. Personally, I have a personal relationship with him, my mentor. You know, then also have mentors that you know, or or I have mentors that we. Um, this woman, what's her name? Uh, Pastor Funke Felix Felix Adejimo. She also a mentor. I I listen a lot to her messages, and I'm okay. I'm always blessed by it. Yes. Awesome. You know, 
So those two people actually, yes. Awesome. Well, you've heard it from the lady. We've looked at leadership and non-governmental organizations. You know, I mean, this is uh, just a very abridged session. We would have loved to spend more time, but uh, she's also a very busy person. Uh, we just want to salute you and also celebrate you for coming on Leadership Talk with Adegoki. This has been the 89th podcast. Yes, 89th podcast. And um, you have, um, you know, anything to say to our guests before you, 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 you sign off in 30 seconds? Okay. Yes. So, in, in summary, I would like to say that, um, like Napoleon Hill said in one of his books, Think and Grow Rich, he said, whatever the mind of a man can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Wow. So that philosophy has actually worked for me over the years. I read that book as a teenager. Wow. And it has stayed with me till now. Over the mm. mind of a man can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. So whatever space you find yourself, irrespective of who you are, irrespective of you are, irrespective of your age, irrespective of your class, you know, you can actually be who you want to be. Think, conceive, believe, and you can achieve. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. No problem. So you want to say bye-bye to everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Bye. On the same time next time. Thank you so much.